So. I feel like you uh, you downplayed it. You're like, I went from uh, signing my friends to Grant Cardone. Like, that's uh, <laughs> maybe the biggest leap in client quality of all time. Yeah, I mean, but it came so fast. Like, and that was the thing, too. How'd you sign him? What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to the Stick Talk podcast. Today, we have a very special guest, our good friend Ryan. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. I just want to start off. The reason I'm wearing this watch is because of you. Which one is that one? It's a PRX to sell. Nice. So you posted a clip. It was like the best watch under a thousand bucks. It was the G-Shock. And I'm like, that's a pretty dope watch. But then one comment said, nah, the PRX. And I was like, that's that's the one. So, so you didn't take his advice? <laughs> that's the hey, his the content led me to a purchase. I think that's hey, a pretty powerful... Uh, so there's actually good people in the comments. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some, that some. has not been my experience. <laughs> yeah, very few. Yeah. <laughs> Dope. Well, I mean, the G-Shock's a good one still, though. Yeah. No. I haven't worn it because I've been wearing this lately. So. That's, yeah, that's clean, bro. But this is fake. It's fake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I wanted to test out to see if I liked wearing an audacious bracelet. Yeah. So I bought a $200 one from Jackson. And the fun, ironic thing is everybody thinks it's real. So, like, I don't even know if I'm going to buy the real it one. It looks real. It's just the appearance, right? Yeah. yeah. If you and appear, I like it. I'm like, yeah, it looks nice. good on the tattoos. So. Yeah. It's clean. It's clean. Yeah, dude. I mean... I started posting on TikTok two months ago, and the comments are just, like, insane. But I feel like you get numb to it pretty quickly. You do. It's like, but I always, I always tell people, it's like, you're numb to it to a degree until you, like, it's like the worst day of your life. Like, yeah. it's like your mom, like, kicked you, you hate you. Like, you're, you got to fight with your wife or girlfriend. Like, your kid tells you you're an idiot. And then you just happen <laughs> to open up Instagram or TikTok, and it's like, you're a piece of shit. I hope you die. <laughs> And you're Doesn't like, help the no, the one that hit, the one that hurt a little bit was someone went out of their way to DM me like "fuck you, you worthless piece of shit," and I was like, "All right, <laughs> oh wow, that one hurt a little bit." I I, I don't go in the TikTok DMs. I stay out of that Instagram DMs. I I, I yeah. unfortunately go in the DMs because it's a good lead funnel for. Uh, I was gonna say our yeah. friend Josh, he runs like the social media money page on TikTok, and yeah. he's like going through his DMs, and he like missed a DM from Mike Malak being like, "Yo, could you do clips like this for me?" Oh, and wow. he's like, "I gotta start going through yeah, my yeah. TikTok DMs." Well, I, I get I, I every once in a while I've gone in there, but like I try I, I don't know like I I'm like for, well especially like it depends on my mental like health I don't want to say like it's like my emotional mood swings yeah. are like it's good for me to go in there because then <laughs> but usually if I do that you probably see me on Instagram like I'll find a really bad comment I'll screenshot it and then I'll zoom in on the person's face really like <laughs> to the point where that. everybody looks stupid. <laughs> I just do the reply video on TikTok with a bad comment because you know that they're not going to clap back with the video. No, nah, yeah. nobody. It's like well, I want to see you get on camera and come back. And yeah, Chewbacca nine nine seven that just told you to kill yourself <laughs> isn't going to get up there and also film a video. Yeah. And they're also they're always man. a private account. I'm like, man, like yeah. I can't even make fun of your pictures like well, silently. <laughs> Give me something. Yeah, give me something to look at and, and laugh about. <laughs> I like, feel like TikTok is the most unique platform where it's the smallest percentage of users that have actually posted a video. I mean, everybody's a viewer. Like, and even if they did post a video, it's like it's like them with like a water bottle, like doing a flip or something. <laughs> it's like it's not even their face. And but like everyone's tweeted, over. everyone's Instagrammed, no one's TikToked. Yeah, and then Instagram's like the. Like, I mean, my Instagram comments are, are pretty good. Like uh, as a whole, like it's like it's such an interesting thing. It's like. Because the same video goes on TikTok, that goes on Instagram, it goes on YouTube Shorts, and then the comment spectrum across all of them. Once, like, if they all go viral, you're like, wow, people are way nicer on Instagram, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, but I guess that's just the demographic. Like, you know, they under thirty, I would say even under twenty five demographic, man, they're angry. Like, they they got a lot of hostility, <laughs> like some pent up aggression happening. Yeah, especially so. whenever you talk about money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, money, girls, like sex, like. I mean, opinions like yeah. you, you cannot Politics. have an opinion or like all the shit that's going to get you views because it's going to trigger the <laughs> fuck out of the 18 to 25. Year old the best is when the organic <laughs> arguments happen in your comments. You're like this is going viral. Let's Those get are it. good. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, oh, this, I guy, mean, this guy's trying to tell me that people make twenty five dollars an hour. Like 
yeah, that's, that's <laughs> actually not a lot at all. It. Or it's like, I mean, it's like I put there's a screenshot in the video. Well, you photoshopped it. It's like, did I? <laughs> like, did I go through that much? Like, just to effort make think to I'm fake this? this much, I mean, I yeah. guess people do. Like, I mean, that's why you see those Netflix. What is it? They're inventing Anna. Like shit, yeah. like that was a good documentary. I was like, wow, she really faked everything. But like, great documentary. It takes one person to fake everything, and then for, you can't do it uh, anymore. Ruin it forever. So it's like, all right, well, this is the internet, and, and and even just like, I mean, catfishing. Like, nobody looks like their internet picture. Like, yeah. I make it a point to like try to at least look like my profile pic. Like, yeah. just yeah, you know. you're recognizable. Yeah, so like, I'm like, I want to look like, like this. Like, but I see some people. I'm like, damn, you don't look like that. Like, <laughs> And not in a good now way. Now some of them are using like the AI pictures of themselves. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, all right. We all just, right. I just, I don't know if you saw, like, I just, uh, uh, we just posted some AI pics because we were out driving down to Miami last week before like the fucking hurricane. And like, we were dying at how much AI was fucking up my pictures. <laughs> and like, we posted it. And it got, it was like, oh, I think I saw those. Yeah, it was like, and what, we, I could not stop laughing at how like one, I had three fingers in one post. <laughs> I had like, I had like a, a finger that looked like a penis. <laughs> like, I was wearing like a, like a, like a robe. Dress thing, and I'm like, what? Where? Like, where are they coming up with this? A sleeveless leather jacket. Like, (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? Like, but Um, yeah, yeah, AI. I will comfortably say AI still while out before we have to worry about them taking our jobs. So, but uh, just for some context for the audience, like, what do you actually do? So, um, my name is Ryan again. I, I am technically an influencer. I guess I have about almost half a million followers across all my platforms. I make videos for the sole purpose of educating and getting views because my personal accounts are a business card for my video production agency, which is called Viral Edits. We're a team of 14 right now. Uh, we do around 4,000 videos a month. We, we work with majority of the big influencers that you see going viral all the time on the platforms. Um, I've also worked with a lot in the past that you know and that have gone viral on the platforms. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the agency itself, revenue-wise, um, it's it's a million-dollar agency. We do... Anywhere between eighty to over a hundred thousand dollars a month. Uh, you know, I don't keep all that. That's gross <laughs> revenue. Um, big disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, big disclaimer there. It's expensive to run a big agency, but yep. like I said, I have a team Absolutely. of fourteen. Uh, like, you know, we are responsible. Best of my knowledge, we've made well over on TikTok specifically over a thousand viral videos, and that's considered. Um, a video with a million views or more in you know a reasonable time frame. In a yeah. lot of cases, it's 24 to 48 hours. Um, but I'll, I'll accept one if it goes viral later. <laughs> yeah. um, that's not counting YouTube, Instagram. Like we've seven of our clients, we've gotten well over over 100 million views. We've built at least 15 or so accounts to 100k, seven to over a million. Um, and yeah, uh, I am you know. I am the first person to put the bold, obnoxious subtitles on a video, and if anybody wants to fact check it, it's on my TikTok account, July of 2020. Damn. Keep scrolling, and you will find you will find the first video ever with obnoxious subtitles that. So you're responsible became. for the white and red big letters on the on the business <laughs> videos. It's a mixture. I will not take full credit. Um, we tried them on my video first, um, and then uh, Luis, who works with me, and uh, another girl who works with me, uh, Savannah. We were editing the, the three of us solely for a lot of the biggest accounts that ever became recognizable for those subtitles. And we each kind of put our own spin on it. Um, it was like some of us did the big, big, bold drop shadows. And then, you know, the bold font was like the original <laughs> font that I did. And the only reason we did that was because I was like, I Googled bold font and that <laughs> came up and it was free. And I was like, sweet, this is easy to read. Yeah. Um, and then like the colored, like following of the words, I believe, I believe Luis started that. Um, it's one of his videos. Damn. Then it just morphed into like obnoxious pictures. We were just doing anything we could. To, like we start like sound effects. Like I just took like, 
you know, we, I learned early on, especially with the younger demographic, you have to edit for retention and the retention-based editing. I mean, we got pretty carried away when we started. Like, <laughs> looking back now, it was a little obnoxious. Um, you have to find the edge. Yeah, but, like, we were just trying stuff. And, like, the platform was so new, especially for educators when we started. Like, as far as I know, there was maybe – there was less than, like, 10 educators on the platform. On TikTok? Yeah. That's insane. And it was, like, Gary V was, like, the f- one of the very early doctors. Dude is always Yeah, I mean, first shout out to Gary. Dude's first but, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, I mean, uh, one of my friends, Jason Capital, he was very early on. He yep. had already built up a pretty sizable following. Like, Glenda Baker was one of the first ones I saw really hammering education. But it was very small. And, like, when I started, it was, you know, I was a video editor. And I was like, I want to do videos about making videos. So that's kind of what I started. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, you know, I was, you know, so we're gonna <laughs> we're going to talk a lot about short form and how to go viral and all that good stuff. I'm curious to hear how you first got into video production. Were you a kid that just always had a camera in his hand or how'd you get into the space? Yeah. So my dad, um, I, I don't give my dad enough credit. Um, I never learned video editing from my dad. Um, but my dad has been a videographer and a video editor most of his life. Okay, um, so cool. I was always surrounded by cameras. Um, I never took an interest into it. Um, but what people don't know about me, cause I, I've kind of been popularized as like TikTok Ryan, like <laughs> from TikTok, and then, you know, working with clients and the agency side, um, I've been making money on the internet for over 10 years. Like, everything from, you know... You're what I would like consi- BMX, right? Yeah, I was a pro BMXer, a pro BMX racer. I created a DVD, sold that through, like, a coded website, one page. <laughs> um, I did that for a while. Then I got into affiliate marketing, and I did, like, these, what they called, like, you know, vlo- vlogs, like, fake, fake blogs. And <laughs> they were, like, you know, whereas, like, you could... And it, you could buy a domain, like, an example of a site was jerseyshoreabs.org. Like, I bought, <laughs> so anybody Google Jersey Shore Abs, they found my site number one, partially because I had the exact domain. Yeah. And then I would write articles that I would say were really good articles that hypothetically were what they would have done to get abs on the show. show. <laughs> and I would sell, you know, fitness products through affiliate links. And I did very well doing that. For, it was very short-lived. Um, I made, you know, at its peak, it was around $1,000 a day. Um, wow. I had 500 sites. Um, 500 sites. Yeah. Uh, I had e- I, I used Elance. I had some Filipino employees making the sites for me. Um, and I was I was a copywriter. You like pioneered the VAs, too. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was, it, you know, it was, Elance was early on, and I could, I could pay five bucks a website. So I was just like, you know, and I did that, you know, and then Google kind of. Wait, was Elance like freelancers? Like yeah, Elance, like Elance turned into um, Upwork. Like, I, I okay. Believe. I believe oh, Upwork. Dude. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, you know, and. I did that for almost a year, um, and then Google changed their algorithm. The Panda update was the update that like that really made exact match domains useless. Um, you know, now it's like that shit wouldn't work. I yeah. mean, at least like not to my knowledge. Meta like, tags. Um, but I mean, yeah, it was peaking, and I had like this audacious dream that I was like, because I was kind of a punk back then. I mean, I was I was a lot younger. Um, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna make all these sites, and if the network is doing a thousand dollars a day, I can ho- hypothetically sell it for two years worth of income if I can, if I can maintain it for six months to a year. And I did almost have that. I actually got offers to buy my network of 500 sites. Um, a guy offered me two hundred fifty thousand dollars for all all of them. As how old were you? I mean, I'm 40 now, so this was fif- you know maybe 13 to 15 years ago. Wow. Like. Um, I said no. I basically told the guy to go fuck himself. <laughs> and then, like, a month later, Google changed everything, and I lost it all. <laughs> like, damn it. Uh, Google said go uh, fuck like, yourself. In hindsight, I should have taken that <laughs> offer. Um, but then I, I pivoted from that to making – that was when I really, truly started making videos um, because I, I was doing them for BMX, um, but they weren't that great because um, the camera technology wasn't that good back then. I was using, like, a flip cam. 
Um, You're doing like the whole GoPro series. Yeah, this is before GoPro. GoPro came out like that's uh, like my dad. I mean, my dad actually crafted like little like they called them lipstick cameras where they were like a tube of lipstick and he manufactured like his own like kit so he could do a pov camera and then gopro came out like two years later and like kiboshed that <laughs> um so i mean like again i've been surrounded by cameras and but i started a fashion youtube channel um that did pretty well uh, mainly teaching guys how to dress better to get laid because i saw that was like a gap in the marketplace <laughs> um it's called handsome guy secrets all that's still available people can check that out um but i did that for a while and it was doing really well but I, you know, I had broken up with my now fiance at the time. Uh, we broke up for about a year, um, and then we got back together. And I had, you know, I had a daughter on the way. And the last thing I wanted to be teaching was like guys how to get laid by how they dress, <laughs> yeah. knowing that I had a kid on the way. And, yeah. yeah. Um, then I switched to Instagram, and I kind of just fumbled around Instagram, like doing like freelance video work, like ads and shit. And then, you know. When the, when the great sickness came in 2020, <laughs> I was like, yo, this is uh, this TikTok thing's kind of legit. And I just kind of used my own experiences because I, I was late to YouTube, but I did kind of break through. I mean, I was signed to an agency on YouTube, Influential Media. I was getting brand deals. Um, but I was always really good at attracting attention because I would go for the more clickbaity titles. And, you know, I was always good at stirring up controversy. And... That led to more views, so the brands wanted to reach out, which then kind of funded my Instagram because they wanted me to make ads for them because they knew I was able to get attention. Um, and then when, like, you know, pandemic, lockdown, all that kind of, you know, played out, like, all of them canceled. I was, like, really broke because I didn't save any money because I'm an idiot like that. <laughs> um, and then uh, I saw TikTok was just an opportunity. I was like, I'm really early. Nobody's educating on the platform yet. And if I wanted to make a YouTube channel about, like, making videos, I'm up with some stiff competition. Yep. It's going to take me at least a year before I break through. i got to come correct with edits, thumbnails, fucking... you got to bring the fucking A-game yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. And I knew that, and I didn't have enough time. I was like, I need to make money because, um, like, the world shut down. And I was like, what am I going to do here? So I started TikTok, and I, I started originally as, like, a 90-day challenge to myself. I was going to do... I gave myself an hour a day to film and, ed film and edit a video. And... I did that. I think I got to like video 10 and I got like half a million views about a ring light. And I was like, yo, <laughs> this is dope. I gained like 20,000 followers. And I was wow. like, shit. And then people were like, because I started filming with a camera and editing on my laptop. I never did anything on the phone, um, which was completely different from what was the norm on TikTok back in 2020. So it was just standing in. Yeah. It was, and I knew that. I knew uh, here's how I stand out. Like, and then I was talking about how the platform was going to turn into an educational platform. Yeah. And, like, all these videos are still there. People in my comments going, like, you're an idiot for the TikTok hates these fucking professional videos. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, they do now. We only but, care about the hot people dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and no that was the competition. Here. Charlie D'Amelio shaking her ass and, like, you know, all those. <laughs> she did pretty you know, well. You know, I mean, hey, early adopter, you know, no, no <laughs> yeah. hate there. But, like, you know, like, that was, that was the norm on TikTok. And I was just, like, educating with that. But it wasn't until, uh, I want to say, like, well after the 90 days, you know, that I had a, my first video go like what I would sing, you know, I will mega super viral. I don't know. It did about 7 million views. Um, it was like how to make friends. And it was the, when I realized, yo, I, I don't have to talk about video stuff anymore. Yeah. I can talk about shit that interests me and like stuff. Not that video doesn't, but it's like to me, that's like, this is a small part of who I am. You know, I have a lot of opinions on other stuff. And then I was like, you know, go out by yourself to make friends. And that video blew up and I gained like 60,000 followers. And yeah. I was like, oh, that shit. That video was far. Yeah. And that, that was like, 
but by the but I started TikTok and like I'm I was very clear and I've always been very clear to like like I love making content. I want to provide free value, but I wanted to build a business. And the business was I knew that people, aka content creators, were going to need to figure out how to speak and make videos in the short form world. And they weren't gonna know how to do it because they're gonna be late. Yeah. So like I it was for me it was a race to a hundred thousand followers. And in that process, I was also working with my friends to build case study accounts to get clients to turn into what is now the short form video industry, yeah. um, which I never knew what would happen. But like for me, it was like I needed a case study, which was myself. And yes, I, I knew that, you know, what is a strong case study from a marketing perspective? It's like I've done it for myself and then I do it for others. Yeah. And not only have I done it for one other, I've done it for multiple others yep. and in different industries. And of significance. You know, so I knew I needed to get all those. And I mean, what people don't realize is that even the first like year that I had the agency, like it didn't make any money because nobody was paying for TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, I, I convinced Luis, who's here with us, like to drive across from California for this TikTok agency idea. Because, I mean, it wasn't a hard sell back during the pandemic to get him to <laughs> leave California. Like, uh, get me out of here. Yeah. I was like, yo, Florida is great. You're Come in Florida? <laughs> like, and, uh, you know. We, like I started, I was like, yo, all I can pay you is like 500 bucks a month. But I was actually doing DM sales closing up until like I was making like anywhere from four to six thousand a month, like DM closing. But I was like, my bills were pretty minimal because my fiance, she does very well, too. Um, so we were splitting everything. But like we kept our expenses pretty low. And I was using like over half the money to pay Luis and Savannah to edit other clients so I could build a company. Like yep, it, it yeah. was like I need help. I'm not going to be able to do this. I knew I could edit four to you know four to seven videos a day, seven days a week until I fucking lost my mind. Yeah, you know, you and that, you know, and then like you know, early on, like we discovered the subtitling because like what people don't realize is I got like attacked by the deaf community on one of my videos because they liked my videos, oh, wow. and what? I wasn't and I wasn't <laughs> subtitling. So the subtitles oh. were. Um, I was just editing the videos with sound effects and zooms and like, you know, like slow sure, zooms. Like, what's going like, on? I was editing for retention, but no subtitles. And the app didn't have the ability to subtitle yet. So I made a comment on one of my videos because like, you know, back on comments, I tend to <laughs> sit out on my porch and drink some alcohol and like reply <laughs> to comments when I have, the, you Love know, it. when I'm feeling like it. <laughs> and uh, I, I said the wrong thing to like, uh, it wasn't trying to be an asshole, but it, I, it came across that way. Um, they're like, you, you know, you need to subtitle your videos. And it was like, the deaf community wants it. And I was like, isn't there an app for that? <laughs> Send. <laughs> There's like a lot of angry deaf people that got mad at me for that comment. Yeah. And to their defense, I should have been putting subtitles out of it because out of spite, I'm like, I'm going to make the most obnoxious subtitles ever. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then you created a whole industry. And thing. then that became like, but I was actually very, because like the first time we did it, it took me like 45 minutes to like subtitle a whole it takes video. takes forever. Yeah, and that was like, there was no apps. There was no anything. We're word by word manually doing this. And Timing uh, it perfectly. Yeah, and yeah. like I'm like a fucking anal about my precise cuts and like, yeah. you know, and I was like, it took forever. And then I was like, and then we, I posted it. And then that video did significantly better than the previous video. And I was like, oh, shit. We're and I was like looking at the retention graph. And I was like, fuck, this works. <laughs> so then I hit yeah. up Luis and Savannah. I was like, yo, we got to do this on like all the videos. And like, let's see how far we can push it. Like, and so we did. And that's kind of like, and then we were working with some big clients at the time. Specific one was Grant Cardone. The other was Ryan Pineda. And then they were going viral. And then there's another Mega client viral. that came after that that I can't discuss. But he went pretty viral, too. Um, a lot of people know who he is. And... Yeah, then it was like everybody, there was an industry made. And, you know, the that was like the story of like, 
you know, now it's like the norm. Like, but we also yeah. learn now that the subtitles don't do shit. It's all yeah. about what you say. So, yeah. you know, that's kind of like, yeah. you know, the agency that I run, like we're like wildly unscalable what we try to do with our clients. Like we fly to everybody individually. We batch film hundreds of videos at a time. Like we, you know, we manage all the accounts. Like, you know, I have a, I have a girl starting on Wednesday. She makes $4,000 a month and her sole job is to post for all of her accounts every seven days a week. Wow. Like we post up to, you know, it's basically a hundred videos a day to every platform. Like, like it just, it just racks up. That's crazy. You know, is I it mean, still the, is it still the same offer of hundred K followers? And yeah, days? back then, I mean, no, the, it, it's gotten obviously the platform. Like when I first started, I was able to land a lot of big clients because I made a very audacious claim. Um, but it wasn't audacious to me cause we'd already done it twice. Yeah. Like, we had done it on my, like, we were almost doing it on my account. I was very slow. Like, I didn't go to 100K as fast as I should have because I was only posting, like, three to four videos a week because I was editing for everybody else. Like, but, uh, but like, you know, Cardone, Pineda, like, we also had, like, Aaron Marino. I am Alpha M. He was one of our first clients. Beard Brand. Like, we took all these accounts to 100K and, ver- and you know, and, and Cardone was, like, 26 days. What was it like working with Cardone? He's awesome because he, he kind of just, like, what I found with most of the bigger clientele, like whales as they would call it, like if you do what you say you're going to do, they don't really, not they don't bother you, but like they let you do what you're going to do. Yeah. You know, you have to earn their trust. And then once you have their trust, it's like don't break the trust. And, mm-hmm. and you, know, you know, but we work closely with them. And, you know, it, it became, you know, to point where, I mean, I have my direct contact, which is Alan and Jared. Like they, they're like his main guys, like, you know, Cardo. I, we just treat it like whenever, if, if, if he ever looks at his account and it's not bigger than the last time he looked at his account, then we need to do something better. Yep. It must be fun working with him because he has so much content and it's all like polarized. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's a unique, you know, somebody like that, it's like a unicorn. And certain clients are, you know, I'm very fortunate. Like, it's easy to make some of our clients go viral. Yeah. Like, it's hard for us to make some of our clients go viral. Yeah. Like, and I use myself as an example a lot because, like, I consider myself a normal guy. Like, I've had to train myself how to speak, how to act, how to yeah. talk, what to show, what to say, how to edit my videos to get to the point where, like, I've gotten those views and where I'm popular, yeah. you know, because, you know, what, what it, there's people doing very audacious things on the Internet. Like, so you have to compete with that. Yeah. You know, like, it's hard to compete with somebody like a Cardone when he has a jet. Yeah. You know, just the, and he has, you know, Rolexes and, you know, APs and like he's able to fly his family everywhere private. Like, you know, there's certain things that like, yo, it's hard to compete with that. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're just a regular dude. And he's just good on camera. Yeah. And he's he's not afraid to say things that trigger people like he has opinions. Yeah. And you're not going to tell him he's wrong. You know, and, and like we found that the most successful clients they all have that quality. And I think that that's what's lacking, like, especially in the younger generation. They're afraid to state their opinions because of the backlash that it has. And that, that, that even strives from like politics. Like yeah. politics has forced the world to divide itself and it's only getting worse. You know, so it's like you can't be lukewarm anymore. So like you when have we to work be on a side. Yeah, it's like you have to you have to either love it or hate it. You can't be like, I'm OK with that. You yeah. know, so like, when we work like a lot of what we do now isn't necessarily the focus on the edits anymore. It used to be. I used to think I was a genius. I was like, yeah, I figured <laughs> some shit out. But <laughs> I then, cracked the code. But, yeah, but then everybody copied, and I was like, yeah, maybe I'm not that smart. Yeah. Um, but we were still seeing results with, like, you know, myself and, like, other, even smaller clients, and then, like, the bigger clients. I'm like, what makes it different? And it was that, you know, when we go to a client, like, 
you know, we come prepared like with with you know with hooks, like with we, we see so much data. Yeah. You know, it's very hard. Like it's very hard for somebody to compete with like when you're posting that many videos a day. Like yeah. we have a bonus tracker. Like and and, and how I pay my team. Like we are solely optimized for views, like it's and and I and I don't understand like there's like this big misconception and like people like we we make content that converts, and I'm like the only thing that converts is more views, yeah. yeah. Because if your content's not getting seen, then nobody's gonna pay you anything, you know. And for and with the short form algorithm just feeding people content, like you can't choose who sees your content anymore, like you just have to make content and hope that the algorithm finds the people that it needs to put in place. And, you know, when it came to editing for retention, I was like, you know, as an editor myself, I was like, what motivates me? I was like, the only thing that makes me want to edit more is to get paid more. So, so like, when you're, you know, and I, I, I don't mean to say it, but, like, when you're a robot short-form editor, because, I mean, I was a robot, editing four to seven videos a day, seven days a week, posting them fucking... Pff, you know, like, manually typing out every single word on the subtitles. You can't be thinking of ideas. Like, you know, I'm like... You know, so when it came to me, like, building a team, I said, I want every video you make to have the opportunity for you to make more money. So we, in, like, I mean, since day one, I've had $100 bonus for every video that gets a million views for That's every true. editor that works for me. We've had to change that because that works when you have a smaller company <laughs> that doesn't work when you get 30 to 50 viral videos a month, which yeah. is what me and my company do now. And you oh. sign a client who has a million followers. <laughs> like, you like know, this will be easy. You know, so there, there is like, you know, I've had to obviously grow as a business owner too and like have those hard conversations. Yeah. Like, but I mean, even still, like, you know, we still bonus for TikTok. Like, TikTok has always been our focus. And for the foreseeable future, it's my only care in the world. It's because if we keep our clients going viral on TikTok, all the other platforms take care of themselves. Yeah. Like, because if you can figure out TikTok, TikTok works. Everything else just works, you know. So just by reposting, or yeah, just by reposting. Because like TikTok's like the the cultivator of cool. Like it's like whatever TikTok deems cool and cultural, like it just works on Instagram. Yeah. Like yeah. if you make a viral video on TikTok, I mean, I'm not gonna say every time, but like 50% of the time it goes viral on the other platforms too. Like I see that all the time. Like you can like compare. We cross compare all of our accounts. Like we track every single video that. That gets if it hits a million views on one platform, we track it on all the other platforms to see if it goes viral there too. Yeah. Like and it, it it happens. It's like consistent every single month. So, you know, when people say like we make content that converts, and I'm like only only target the right people. I'm like you don't understand. You can't because, control who you target. Yeah, and w I also am skewed because I'm like I work with all the people that you follow, that you want to be like, and you and my conversation with all of them is how many views am I getting. Like, yeah. how many, how big are my followers? Like, we got this many millions of Like, it's a different conversation if you're getting, like, 20, 30, 40, 50 million views and you're not growing your followers. Mm. That's a different conversation to have because that means that the content isn't resonating. But you don't know that until you get millions of views. Yep. Yeah. You know, if you make one video that gets 10,000 views, you have zero data. Like, it's like you need a million views to really see, oh, that hook was shit. Like, yeah. you know, so that that's kind of, you know, the the core of my company has always been like let's optimize for views and that I learned that from one of my earliest clients which is uh you know she's awesome her name's Adley Stump um, she's actually a she's primarily a Facebook prankster um, <laughs> she was my my first paying client um, she's now a friend she pays me she paid me seven hundred fifty bucks a month to repurpose her Facebook videos into viral TikToks and. Um, I did. We grew to a million followers in less than six months. Wow. Um, I Damn. solely ran the account. I edited every single video on up until that point. We don't work together anymore because I needed to <laughs> charge more, and she yeah. had an in-house team at that point. Yeah. Um, 
but we are still friends today. She, I have an event coming up. She's speaking at my event. She's like a really good friend of mine now. But she was the first person because I came from like direct response marketing, like I, like all the websites and shit, and like the YouTube channel. Like I was like, yo, what do I? I would send her these like PDFs of like her follower growth and like stuff, and like show her like the followers and what they're saying. And she's like, Ryan, I don't care how many views that I get. I was like, what? and we did this for like three months. I was like, I was like, Adley, why do you not give a shit about followers? <laughs> she's like, I don't get paid from followers. I get paid from views. She's like, followers are a byproduct of views. So get more views. And, and she's like, just keep getting me views. And I was like, so then I started like looking into it. And I was she, like, she might be onto something. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, but she was, you know, in retro, she is a prank. Like, all of her stuff is entertainment based content. So I, like, it just forced me to look at like the educators that I was even currently working with, because we were doing a lot of niche content when we started, to being like, you know, what if I have them talk about like, you know, maybe a non negotiable with their girlfriend or wife? Yeah. Yeah. That's information that, that people might want to know. Or like, let's talk about like a business failure or like how much money they spend every month on their expenses. Or, you know, this has broad appeal, mm. you know, and it made sense to me. And then sure enough, <laughs> we started <laughs> one by one. We started less niche content, more, you know, broad, broad reach, like more yeah. relatable personal content. And sure enough, the accounts grew, you know, and it's, it's more of a long term strategy. Like, it's not like, yes, if you make a niche-based account that's very targeted, you're going to make money based on the niche, but, it's a, but eventually you're going to run out of people in that niche. Yeah. You know, and that's, I see that all over. It's like littering on the internet of, like, people that, like, I only talk to, you know, 82-year-old women who like to weave baskets. And it's like, <laughs> how many 82-year-old women are on TikTok? Yeah. You know, like, I mean, it's getting more, you know, more props to them for research and learning technology. <laughs> But like you know, even so real low LTV audience. Yeah, so returning <laughs> from the earth. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've just in, in my experience, and you know, I have strong opinions and data. It's like the more views you get, the more money seems to come to you. Yeah. So for you, when you show up on site with a client, because you mentioned you travel out yeah. to them, and you're ripping like seventy shorts with them. Our minimum now is a hundred. Hundred shorts in if like we're one session. If we're flying to you, we're doing a hundred videos. We're doing on average three hooks per video so we get wow. 300 variations every time we film with you so if we only posted one video a day we have almost a year of content in one day we don't do that we post multiple times a day we post a lot of variations we test a lot of things um, but 100 videos with multiple hooks and that's just at least 90 days and in some cases factoring in podcast clips yep. and like the you know most of the people i work with tend to go on a lot of podcasts they speak at events we have a lot of footage that we can clip up um, we're usually good for four to five months. Um, and the reason for that is like we, so we film like once a quarter. Solid. You know? And so what do you show up with a bunch of hooks? Like what's the, the whole strategy behind it? Like, how do you come up with the hooks? How do you come up with a hundred different things to talk yeah, about? So, I mean, usually the, fr it's it, the first session is the easiest. Like it's if, if it's a new client, we can go, but I mean, easiest as far as like, we can come up with a hundred pretty quickly. Um, and really, it's we don't even look at what they currently have because if they're hiring us, they want more views, which means that whatever they're currently making getting isn't getting them the views. So we look at them as a person, and we come up with like, okay, how do we like you know like for you guys like I know you like golf. It's like okay, so tell me like what can we find out about like how much do you like about golf? Like how yeah. much do you spend money on golf? Like so it's really we come with kind of like I would say fifty loose ideas mm -hmm. and these are hooks you know like you know how much money do you spend a month on golf you know what's your favorite country club like who's your favorite golfer shit like that like and we'll have a list of, like, you know in some cases 50 75 100 <laughs> like random ass shit but before we start a filming session um we actually at first we didn't record it because a lot of personal details came out 
Um, now we ask them if we can record it, but I call it the viral breakdown. And it's like a podcast, but it's like me asking you the most personal, intimate details about your life. <laughs> and, you know, I don't immediately come at It's like, how do I get somebody who doesn't know me? It's the first time we met face to face to basically open up their bank account and show me how much money they have. Yeah. yeah. Like, because that's the information I want. You know, like, show me your last 10 purchases. Like, you know, like shit like that. And that's, so the first like two hours of like, and we usually film over two days on the bigger clients. So it's, you know, we fly, we fly in like, let's say a Wednesday night, we're mm -hmm. going to film them 10 to six on Thursday, 10 to six on Friday, you know, and you eight know, hours, usually, yeah, eight hours of filming, six hours, you know, it, it depends on the client because some can go longer, some, some, you know, hit creative fatigue real fast. Yeah. Some people we can get a hundred in a day and we only have to go one day. Um, I like those because it's less, it's more profit for the company if yeah. I only have to travel for one day. Um, you know, so, but a lot comes from that first initial like breakdown where it's just like, I'm just looking for what the internet doesn't know about you that we know because we post so many people videos, are interested in. people are interested in. And it's like, it's not, I don't think to me, it's not like rocket science to figure out what people are interested in. It's like finances, business tips, advice, like you know, relationship help, like, you know, making friends, like you can just look at society and go, what does society need help with? Yeah. yeah. And does my client have, Im have opinions on that? You know, and opinions if you is the one yeah. word that keeps coming up. That's and that, yeah, it's, it's opinions and values because you want them to, you want them to spout facts, like without like the tonality has to be like, I'm not wrong. Yeah. Like I am, a, this is me and my wife. We have a date every Wednesday night. The reason it's Wednesday is because it's halfway through the week and I want her to love me all week. You know, like, <laughs> you know, so it's like that has to be, you know, it's not like, yeah, you know, we try to integrate like, you know, date nights every once in a while. It's like, no, every fucking Wednesday I spend four hundred dollars and we go to the Ruth Chris. And we buy this. <laughs> we eat this. We eat here. We do that. And that is why I have a good marriage. Yeah. It's like, okay. I'm not fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like, you, you know, know something. yeah. So it's like. So the more of those we can get and extract from people, the better the videos are going to be. So and, I, and I would say they're more impactful. I know this is very, the answer is way more nuanced than I'm going to make it out to be, but what constitutes a viral video? Like, as far as, well, from a view standpoint, it's a million views. At least that's the way I put it. I mean, it. like, what goes into, yeah. like, what, I mean, I'm decently small on TikTok, but I, when I record a video, I'm like, that's going to hit. Like, you can yeah, just you, tell. Yeah, you have a feeling. And, like, with, like we... You know, me and Luis, like, we do a lot of the filming um, as far as, like, it's me and him usually together because we found it takes multiple people. When you're doing 100 videos, like, now we travel with, there's usually three of us, and there's, like, a full, like, Ariana, who's, like, my ops director, she's, like, taking notes. And then me and Luis are kind of bouncing ideas, like, more hooks, like, because we have to come up with, you know, 300 hooks on any yeah. given session because we don't rely on the client for anything. Like, and the client has to trust us, so we have to prove ourselves, too. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question about, like, what constitutes a viral video, like, it's, is the topic of the video, like, can it get a million views? Yeah. Like, and that's where you fall into, like, the categories, like, you know, finances. Everybody has a wallet. So, like, everybody needs to be on, a, has a budget yep. or an idea. So, like, finances, like, relationships. Everybody's trying to get laid or in a getting a girlfriend or wants a girlfriend or is married. You know, like, so relationships are there. Like, you know idea-based content like business ideas or like you know hacks or tricks like yeah. things like that like you know it, it's like the what's the cornerstone of marketing is health wealth relationships finance yeah mm -hmm. like those are your viral topics you know and then it's like the next thing is like do you have opinions on this that like you can convey with like factual 
Yeah, like, you have to like feel strongly enough to speak yeah. in absolutes. They speak in absolutes is a good term. But like, I feel like, at least in my experience, the videos that pop the most are the things where people have an opinion on it one way or the other. Because yes. then the people will comment one way, and then people will argue them. And then people will comment this way, and they'll argue them, and it just feeds it. You just want, you know, and then for the hook, does the hook trigger one way or the other? Yeah. Do you agree or do you hate? <laughs> like in that, and then usually within 10 minutes of a video being posted, you, the comments will tell you where this yeah. is going. And, you know, I hate to say it, but the more angry you can make people, the more views you're going to get. Like, and that's where, so it's, and how do you make people angry? Like, because I still, like, I'm, all, I'm in the business of education. Like, I want to educate people. I generally don't, like, we never want to paint a client in a bad light. Or myself. I don't ever want to be taken the wrong way with my videos. Like, so it's like, and if I make a video, like, I just ask myself, does this educate somebody in some way, shape, or form? And if the answer is yes, and it's like, okay, then it's my job to get this video seen. Yeah. Yep. You know, so what can I say in the first three seconds that is going to trigger somebody so at least they can hear out the rest of the video? Because I feel that's like it's, it it's also the efficiency of it because I recorded a video about like social awareness and intelligence and it got like 600K views. And then I redid it and got rid of like one sliver of the middle. Yep. And it went to five mil. And I'm like, dude, yeah, the, whole, the whole video was just storytelling. Like most people would stop at the 600 and be like, yo, that's a good video. Like, I love how you went more. Like, because we do that too. Like, we started. Well, no, that's like, the, that's like your, the magnet. Like, mm -hmm. this video did well. How can I make it better? Like, yeah. And, and people, I, I don't think people, I think people say they look at the analytics, but I don't think they actually look at the analytics. Like, because TikTok, that's why I love TikTok. It tells you the exact second that that video dropped, hmm. which no other platform I haven't even looked has at that. that. Like, you know, but you have this feeling too. You're like, you, when you watch a video and like you, you, you just kind of go, yeah, I got bored right there. I lost some. Yeah. Like, why did I get bored? You know, or even like, we'll see, like we'll have videos where like, yo, that's a dope video. Why did it shit the bed? Yeah. Like, and then you look at the retention graph and it's like eight seconds in, it's like you lose 80% of the audience and you're like, yep. What did I say at eight seconds? It's so insane that every single word like matters. It really does, and we saw that working with some of our bigger clients. Um, I can't I have can't <laughs> speak their names, but one of the videos, like he mentioned a specific liquor brand, and we lost seventy percent of the audience. Like, just because people know don't it drink was Jack that, Daniels. Because people don't <laughs> drink that liquor, right? I don't know. Like, I, I still to this day it doesn't make sense to me. I was gonna say I would never drink Jack but, Daniels. But we but we cut out just the name of the liquor. And the video went viral. Yeah. What? Wow. Like, that's funny. Like, <laughs> that's funny you say, like, people go away from the videos that already popped. I'm like, I'm lazy, dude. If this shit already worked, I'm just going to do it again. <laughs> like, well, we started, like, that's where, like, re I mean, obviously reposting is a strategy, but, like, we, I feel like we try to exploit the shit out of that a lot more. Because, one, it's, we optimize, because I don't want to, you know, I love my clients, but I don't want to fly back to them sooner than I have to, because yeah. that cuts into the profit of the company. And, you know, I run a, I'm trying to run a successful business. So it's like it's a for-profit business. It's a for-profit business. So it's like I have people to pay. You know, so if we have, like, let's say we have 10 videos over the, like, 90 days that went viral, well over a million mm -hmm. views. It's like the next time we go back, we're like, okay, we're going to film, like, five different intros for each of these. And we're going to try them again. You know, yeah. That's sweet. And then we're going to – or, you know, that's why we started filming multiple hooks. Like, I mean, on my account, it's crazy. Like, the – like, we'll post, you know, Luis goes kind of crazy sometimes. He'll post, like, five to ten videos of, like, the same video of, like, all different hooks and, like, post them all back to back and then just watch, like, you know, 400 views, 400 views, 400 views, 5 million, 300K, <laughs> 1,000 views, 3,000 views. And you're yeah. like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> like, and then, so we just made it the habit to just consistently, like, when the videos do well, like, we start every team call now with, like, you know, we, we used to do it with the viral videos of the company, but I wanted to kind of, you know, 
branch out. So like we start each team call, like we, we meet once a week on Zoom you know, or Google Meet with my team. And it's like each person picks a viral video and we like dissect it. So it's yeah, like, what's sweet. your viral video? You know, because even the team calls, I want to be, I always want my team to be like optimized for views because if we're not getting views, then accounts are dying. Yeah. You know, so. You know, or someone else is getting those yeah, views. Yeah, or somebody else is getting those views. Or, you know, and I mean, I've gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't know if like, you know, I take it not personal, like when, if we lose a client, because like, I'm like, who are you going to go to that's going to do a better job? Like nobody's more optimized than me yeah. and my company. Like, you know, and I can say that with confidence because we have a year head start on everybody, you know, yeah. and, and like, I don't, people are trying to sit back and just, you know, edit clips or tell the client what to say. Like, like we've tried the zoom. It yeah, doesn't work doesn't as work. well. Like, you know, you I would be there in person. Yeah, I would love to just sit back and have somebody else talk to my clients on zoom and extract viral videos. But like, you know, we do Zoom if we have to, yeah. to fill in gaps. But, you know, Not for I know core. that, like, if I come there or, or Luis goes there or, like, we come there and we have our plan, and, you know, it, the, the, the whole energy is different. The whole, yeah. s the whole thing is different, you know, and the views reflect that. Yeah, I have a theory on just TikTok and content in general because a lot of the people in our space will post super technical content, like cold email deliverability. And it's like, yeah, that's going to make you an expert, but to, like, the 10 people that are watching. Yeah. So my, my theory is I think if you post viral stuff, you'll cap you'll get enough views where you'll capture the one to three percent of people that are actually interested in, in the market for your stuff. Oh, absolutely. Because when you look at like a spectrum of like you get a video with a million views or like take your let's say you get 10,000 views on cold email. Like, yeah. Here's the best cold email to send to get a client. Like a lot of people are trying to get clients. Yeah. So like that might hit, you know, the 20,000 freelancers on TikTok right now that saw that piece of content out of those 20,000. That means, like, you can guess that, like, half of those people watched your video to the end. Yeah. You know, so that, so now we have, like, let's say 10,000 freelancers, okay? Now, if you take, a, like, a more broad reach video and it gets a million views, half of those people had to watch the video to the end. So now you have <laughs> 500,000 people that have watched the video to the end. Now, of those 500,000, they're going to send your other videos to because they showed the algorithm that yo, I like this guy's yeah, stuff. Yeah. So uh, I'd rather have a pool of 500,000 people seeing my stuff than my pool of 5,000. Yeah, I have, I have a really interesting case where this dude's like, I saw your video on some random topic, then I saw a cold email video, and then I DM'd you. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, like, <laughs> you know, and so there is a place for niche-based videos and, like, your expertise-style content and stuff that you're, like, you know, in my case, it's, like, how videos get views. Like, I know that if I'm talking about videos and getting views, that my account isn't going to do shit for views. Because there's only a certain number of video editors on the app. It's never going to eclipse that unless I, like, talk about psychology or, like, you know, there's ways to finesse it, but it's not as predictable as if, like, you know, I make a video about making friends or I ask somebody how much money they make. Or, like, there's way more reach in that to at least get my other content seen. You yeah. Know? yeah. So, but that answers your <coughs> question. It's like, one, yeah. yeah, one yeah. of the, my favorite clips from you is just talking about how, like, you do what you sell because i feel like in the industry of like short form editors like you'll just get hit up in on instagram like hey do you need any short form videos i'm like do you like you don't have any on your profile like why would i pay you to do it for me if you're not yeah. doing it for yourself i mean like i like i used to be i, I mean i speak a lot from experience because like i'm older i'm 40 like i've been on the internet for a long time and i used you're to young as fuck yeah. You have so much time. I have a lot of time left <laughs> in the Gary Vee world, but like, you know, comparatively to the younger generation, I am old. Um, You're but, literally just born. But, uh, but yeah, like, you know, I've been the guy selling like my knowledge, but I didn't have the results. That's why when I started TikTok, I was like, I need a hundred thousand followers. Like, I need, and now I'm like, I need a million. 
Like, you know, so it's like, how do I get there? Because, you know, we just found even with the company, like, I don't have to sell my services if I'm consistently doing it myself. And I'm also very transparent on my fucking results. Like, my whole Instagram, like, I don't sell my agency services. I just post screenshots of my accounts. Like, hey, I got 20, like, like I'm going to do dude, a video. Dude, I guarantee people listening to this right now are like, dude, I want to work with this guy. Yeah, and, and you're not even selling anything. Yeah, and, and, and to be frank, it's like, for me to work with somebody, like, we charge $10,000 a month. Like, you have to be able to produce, like, we're going to make six to nine videos a day for you, and we're going to post that. Like, the average person cannot start working with us and be able to film 300 videos a month. Like, that's a muscle that hasn't even been built yet for most people. So how, that's actually a great question <laughs> is, like, how can someone in the audience now that hasn't created a lot of short form or just content in general start to build that muscle? Well, I think it's, it's just reps. It's like it's I, mean, I, I, ref, I, I like I do CrossFit. Like, you know, like when you do CrossFit or even any gym based activity, it's like you're either trying to get faster or trying to get stronger. So it's like, you know, if you're using this as like, you know, you don't bench 315 your first day in the gym unless you're a freak, you know, <laughs> like and good on you if you can, you know. But you're not the norm. The norm comes in, they might be able to put up 135 pounds, maybe 95 if you're smaller. You know, so it's like, okay, well, what do you do? Let's add five pounds a week. Like, that's the goal. So, and then over the course of a year, you might see 225. And then, you know, same thing kind of comes with making videos and getting comfortable on, on camera. It's like, you know, the first 90 days, like, okay, let's, let's try to get one video a day, 90 videos. Then month three to six, okay, we're going to go to two videos a day. Now it's 180 videos. Then by month six, if you've been working like, okay, we're going to go to four videos a day. You know, like, you know, because you're getting progressively. And, I, and you can do it faster, you yeah. know, but it's also we're looking for quality too. You have to be able to maintain a quality standard. And by quality meaning, like, you know, energy and videos. Like, most people, you know, they, like, we've optimized the filming sessions to the point where, like, you know, we do 10 to 15 videos, then you take a break. Rip, you know, a, rip an espresso. Yeah, then it's like, <laughs> and we, we don't want that. We don't want you to eat. Like we push back your eating as far right. back because the second you have lunch, it's I'm over. Tired. Yeah, <laughs> like you're, you know, With the pasta in you, you're just like, oh. yeah, like so. It's like just eat light snacks, protein shakes, like and and you know, most of the clients understand that, you know, and and it, so it's like an optimization of energy too. And then you you see a point. It's like. You know, the first filming session, you know, like I've worked with big names, like the first filming session is like 50 to 60 videos, like, and they're like struggling after that. Like their, their brain is mush and they're like speaking in tongues, you know, and <laughs> yeah. you, and like, uh, you know, myself or like when I'm directing them is like, Hey man, we got to call it like these videos aren't that good, but we got it. That's why we started doing the multiple hooks yeah. because like we have enough, like, you know, cause they'll keep pushing, you know, but yeah. I know I can tell from the quality. It's mm. just not, these aren't going to do well. You know, and then like the next session, it's like, okay, we want to get 75. Like, and then the next session, it's like, you know, the most we've gotten is like 120. You know, but it's like we have to optimize the day. Like, it's like different locations, different scenarios. You're moving around. It's different types of content. It's interview style. It's direct to camera. It's like yeah. podcast clips. Like, you know, so it, it's really just manuf like maneuvering energy to keep the sustained you know, because it used to be we would post all the best videos first. It's like, yo, videos one through 40 were bang, like banging. Videos 40 to 60, ooh, <laughs> I don't know about those, you know? Yeah. You know, and then, so we would have to, like, also, like, so we started, like, little codes, like, you know, rocket emojis next to certain ones, like, <laughs> so we could see, like, where we got that feeling you're talking about, like, yo, that was a good video, or, like, the passion, you know? So it's, I, I think what most people, especially, you know, short-form editors now, they're at a severe disadvantage, because, like, you can't rely on the client, because all clients and anybody that makes content for the internet thinks that their shit is the best. Yep. Yeah. You know, when in reality, it's subpar. 
Like, yeah. you know, so, and you, somebody like myself, like I can talk to a client and they look at one, my account or two, my clients and Your they're portfolio. like, I believe him. Yeah. You know, so if you're lacking both of those, you have no leg to stand on when it comes to telling a client what you need to get them the results that they're paying you for. Because nobody's paying just for cool videos anymore. Like, you know, or at least they, if, if they're, you know, if you're charging less than $3,000, like 3K was like, we saw big, like, because I mean, when I started like Adley, 750 a month. <laughs> and then I was like, and then I got like Air Marino with I Am Alpham and some of my other friends, to, I convinced them to pay me $1,500 a month. And then it was like, and when I started with Cardone, and this is just TikTok. Like, because there was no reels and shorts yet when I started this. Like, oh, wow. It was just TikTok. And I'm like, yo, you need TikTok. I'm selling TikTok to people yeah. that didn't give a fuck about TikTok. <laughs> you know, and it was like, you know, and then I remember when I got Grant, I was like, well, he's got money. Now's the time to double my fees <laughs> again. So, like, I mean, it was like, even at three, it was 3K a month just for TikTok, yeah. you know? And I'm like, and then, like, we started getting into, like, you know, big boy land, which is like four, five, six, thousand, like, it was like once I eclipsed $5,000 a month, the conversations were no longer about videos. Yeah. It was all about performance and results. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, you know, where people are coming in now like, yeah, yeah, we do this style video. Like, no one cares. You know, you know, it's like, yeah, it's, you know, we're charging 20 bucks a video. But I also know that, you know, like we optimize the editing team to do um, six videos a day. And it's, it's different. We have minimal style and we have like the OG style, which is like what we're known for. Um, and we're, you know, if we're having a heavy day of like OGs, like the minimals are less. So we have, you know, if we need a lighter day of editing because it's also, you know, we've been doing this long enough. Like I've watched editors burn out. I've watched yep. editors like fall apart. I've watched editors quit. Like, you know, because short form is a seven day a week, never ending job. Like yeah. it never stops. Like even the posting position, like, you know, we post for all our clients because automated software is fucking suck. And they, you know, I can't. Confirm nor deny, but everybody I've ever talked to, they fuck up your views. Mm. Like, you know, so we have a human. And it's like, you know, so we have clients that were like, they're like, we want to post at 7 a.m., 12 p.m., and 6 p.m. And I was like, what if my client has to go to church? <laughs> like, or what, or my poster? Like, it's a human being. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're at dinner on a Saturday night with their family at 6 p.m. Like, they're not going to be just shooting you know, like, a post. You know, so it's like, these are things, like, problems that, like, I deal yeah. with. You as know, a business owner, as yeah. a business owner, that I'm like, yo, like, and, and we know, like, I also know that none of that shit matters. Like, yeah, you've probably seen it. You have videos that go viral. Friday nights are always my viral videos. It's so weird. Nice, yeah. Is like, that a thing? Is Friday night a thing? Makes sense. Like, it's like, what are people doing on a Friday night if they're not out getting drunk? They're just <laughs> scrolling. <Yeah. laughs> like we, like we used to post that, like you know, because we were editing so many videos, we'd post that, like, you know, in contract, I put, I always had one video a day. Well, some days my day didn't end till four a.m. because I was still editing. <laughs> So me, like, we would post a video at, like, 3.30 in the morning, <laughs> and then go really? sleep. Yeah. And the and client would be up. like, wake up, and I'd say, yo, why, like, you know, we had two videos today. I was like, one at 3.30 in the morning and one at 7 p.m. I was like, well, <laughs> technically that was one day because we went to sleep, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, but we also found that whenever we posted, like, it didn't matter. Like, the videos that were going to get views ended up getting the views they, they deserved anyway. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of myths and shit that, like, I've made tons of videos. They're always, like, the funnest ones because, like, the whole editing community hates me because of it. And I'm just like, <laughs> like, do you even post? Like, you know, I prefer, like, to post my videos late into the night because what am I doing late at night? Scrolling. Yep. You know? And it, it, the algorithm is going to show the video when it wants to show the video to whoever yeah. it needs. So. I had one that had, like, a 1,000 views for, like, two weeks, and it just went out of nowhere. I'm like, yeah, what that's, the fuck? That's the thing, too. Like, 
we used to delete low viewed videos or private them, but we're just like, fuck it. Like six months later, a video might go viral because you had another video go viral. And then like, you know, I've had big videos like five, six, you know, seven million views. And all of a sudden like old videos pop off because now it had the audience. Like a lot of my early videos, even when they went viral, like there weren't enough people on the app. So a lot of my older videos started going viral when there was more people on the app. Yeah. Mm. Like the algorithm doesn't forget. Like they want to keep feeding videos to people. Yeah. So. I feel like you uh, you downplayed it. You're like, I went from uh, signing my friends to Grant Cardone. Like that's uh, <laughs> maybe the biggest leap in client quality of all time. It <laughs> was, I mean, not necessarily quality, but like notoriety. Yeah. I mean, but it came so fast. Like, and that was the thing too. How'd you sign them? Well, so I'm very big on networking. Um, and like yes. he, they, one of the things like, and I've always been, you know, I, I'm always been very good one at talking to females and making friends. Um, and that was a skill set that kind of like my dad instilled in me. He said, you should always be the guy that knows the guy, you know, Being and I, the guy. I love that. And I was like, okay. So like, I just, I, and I was always like, I was always kind of the weird kid in high school. I was the extreme sport athlete guy. Like we never really had like we had our other like we had skateboarders, rollerbladers, and then BMXers. <laughs> we all and none of us really hung out together. It's like you clicked up, and there weren't as many BMXers as there were everywhere else. So it's like I always found myself being friends with like the jocks, and then I was friends with like the cheerleaders, and I was friends with like you know maybe the you know the the book club. Like I always just found myself you know, and I always found you know there was always a benefit in knowing somebody in different social circles. So I, yeah. I applied that to like my business when I started, especially with TikTok, because I'm like, nobody knows this shit yet. So like, is there a Facebook group about TikTok? And sure enough, there was one It had, like, it was TikTok marketing secrets, which is, you know, there's a guy uh, who's a friend of mine, Michael Sanchez. Um, he had like 500 people in the group when I joined it. And it was, now it's like almost over 20,000, I think. Jeez. Um, but like, and I've always been a fan of paying for friends, as in like, I need to pay for access to talk to certain people. And Michael did not know who I was. I joined his Facebook group. I understood that. And he offered like $100 consultings. So instead of buying just one consulting, like at the time I was running three accounts, we were growing yeah. three accounts. Um, so I bought three consultings, 300 bucks. It was like the best 300 bucks I've ever spent um, because but I didn't pay for it all at once either. I, I paid $100 at a time, so he saw my name three times. Yeah, I heard that story. Yeah, and then he reached out. We scheduled our calls, and I did my account last. The first one was Overtime Athletes, which is my friend Chris. Um, I still run his account to this day. He's a good friend of mine. The other one was Elliot Hulse, still my friend to this day. Um, he's a beast, yeah. Yeah, he's been banned. Like, we have, you know, three or four different accounts banned for really? Elliot. Like, he's, he's aggressive. He's, yeah. I love Elliot. <laughs> he's um, a beast. But then, you know, then he got to mine. And he was like, oh, I've seen this athlete account. Oh, I've seen Elliot's account. I didn't know you were the one running this. And then he got to my account. He's like, dude, you're that guy who's making <laughs> the edited videos on TikTok. I show your videos to my mastermind group. And because I was practicing what I preach, we became acquaintances, if you yeah. will. Yeah. Um, and then he led to that, that $300. A week later led to Adley Stump making a post in his Facebook group looking to start making TikToks. I'm already proven to go viral. And there was a lot of comments on recommending video editors, but then Michael commented, I only trust at Rhyme again. <laughs> so I landed Adley. Yeah. And then a month or two later, same thing. He, he, he saw my results with Adley because she was already out like a half a million really quick. And I guess Cardone's team had reached out to him because he owned the group asking best practices for editing clips in the TikToks because... and. They were like, who do you know that can do this that we can hire? And he recommended me. Wow. And then literally it was a, 
a, D, a, a Facebook message from Michael to me that said, hey, do you have any room for more clients? And I was like, obviously. I was yeah, like, of still, course. I, I was like still kind of broke at the time. I was like, absolutely. I mean, well, availability is kind of thin. So. <laughs> I don't know. It depends Let on me the check with my assistant. Yeah, it depends on the client. <laughs> he's, like, Greg Verdone, he's like, oh, I'll see if I can fit And then that. he's like, uh, Grant, Grant's team's going to be reaching out to you. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, no, 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 uh, Jared, uh, Jared's going to contact you. And he's like, I gave him your phone number because we had exchanged phone numbers because of Adley. And uh, sure enough, like three o'clock or so the next day, you know, but this is where like, I, I don't, I, I've been selling my whole life. Like, I, you know, I sold, I used to work at Lowe's Home Improvement. I sold doors and windows. I was a top salesman in the door and window department, you know, big achievement. <laughs> um, but I credit, like, Lowe's, like, retail as a whole really taught me how to cold approach selling. Yeah. You know, because I, and, and I had to, I had to get convince people to buy the higher end stuff because I made commission on that. I didn't make any commission if they just walked off the floor with it. You know, so I, early on, I started being, like, features, benefits, like, you know, and I mean, you know, there were certain things that were very easy to sell, but at the same point, like I learned, I would just walk up to people. How can I help you today? You guys looking for a door? Cool. You need windows? Awesome. What's that? You know, so, and that translated into like, I'm talking to, you know, Jared and Alan on speakerphone and I'm like, they're like, yeah, so, you know, we got you recommended you like, you know, what can you do? And I was like, ah, well, I mean, let's be real. There's nobody else doing this. Um, so I'm the only person. Um, and my track record so far is this, this, and this. Because, like, it was three accounts to 100K in less than 90 days. You know? And I was like, and I, I literally said, uh, you know, the guarantee was uh, if I don't get you 100,000 followers in 90 days, I'll edit your account for free until I do. And I've done this three times already. So really the question is, is do you want to invest in TikTok? Because, again, they were very early on, too. Like, this yep. was still not a thing yet. There was no reels, no shorts, nothing. It was just TikTok. And I said, so I guess, and, I, and they're like, well, yeah, we want to, you know, we want to be an early adopter. And I was like, well, I guess the next question is, uh, I'm going to throw out a number, and you're going to say yes or no. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I threw out, and at the time, that was like the 3K a month, and that was the most, you know, and they said yes, and we had Grant Cardone 100,000 followers in, like, 26 days. Hmm. <laughs> and we've been, you know, thankfully, like, and I was very, like, you know, we signed an NDA. Like, I was very, like, it, we, we worked with them for, like, six months before I even asked them for anything because we were just clipping their stuff. Um, and <laughs> I, I had a call with Alan, who's, like, my main point of contact, and he was, like, he's, like, I, I was, like, hey, because I wanted to get more from Grant. Like, I was, like, we can do more. We can get better results, but we need this, this, and this. Like, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, we forgot we were working with you guys because every time we just checked the account, there's results. And we're like, yo, <laughs> they're doing a great job. And, like, we just forgot. And I was like, you know, and I was like, well, that's cool. I was like, can we do more? Like, yeah. you know, and then, you know, that, that's, you know, we've upped the volume. Like, you know, you know, I, I'm grant they pay more than that now, but we do a lot more work for them, too. Um, but that guarantee was, you know. You know, it was like my money back guarantee. And I, you know, but my I never said that you would stop working with me. I just said. We would get you this, and I would pause the billing until we got you to 100K, and, yeah, and then yeah, I would yeah. just restart as if nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I was not afraid to. And now my, like, my guarantee is a little different now because that was back two years ago when there was a lot less competition. Yeah. You know, and it is harder now. It's much harder now. Um, so we do now. It's more of a if I haven't got making you go, if I haven't made you go viral in 90 days, like, and by viral meaning if we haven't got you a million plus view video yet. 
there's something wrong and we need to figure it out. Yeah. You know, and I have a client right now that like she we, we didn't get it. Like we you know, I mean I fail all the time too. Like, yep. you know, we didn't get her, you know, a million views and she's currently her billing's pa- paused. Like we're still like we just went out, uh, you know, I ate the cost. We went out, we filmed with her for two for you know, this was like a long day, so we did one full day, you know, and you know, I mean, it's gonna we, work eventually. Hopefully, it'll work. You know, yeah. if it doesn't, then I'm. But I, I also take offense because I'm just like, if I can't do it, who can? So like, I want to help them. Yeah. You know, like, and and I, I've always and I've been in business now at least with like the recurring video, like retainer clients, if you will, like to know like the longer there's somebody's with you, the more money you end up making. Yeah. Yep. You know, so like I don't like the fast churn. So like if I have to forego two months of like a six k a month billing, so twelve k, but then they we figure it out, and, and then and then they years. stay another two years. Like it's worth it, it's so worth it. it, you know. Yeah. So and that's how like if I was somebody now trying to get a client, I like I'd be doing like ninety days free. Yeah. Like, I'd be trying to beat their current team. Like I would yep. look at it as in like, and if I can't do it, then I don't. You, you don't know, deserve. Yeah, I don't deserve to get paid. Like maybe I need to get a different job. So yeah. like the last five minutes right there, there's tons <laughs> of clips, like tons of clips that we can post <laughs> all over social that have potential to, you know, get views. So how do you think of like going on podcasts and clipping up podcasts specifically to get views? So it's harder. Yeah. Cuz you can't control things. Yeah. Now one thing that I like when I go on and I like so I look at pod, like I look at podcasts as a challenge cuz I want to speak in clips. Yep. That's what I'm kind of like <laughs> yeah. seeing the patterns, right? You know, and this is something like cuz there's a number that like but we use Buzzlytics to like see like the total view counts and stuff, but it also tells you the video count. And I think I've made like over 1,100 videos on my TikTok account. Wow. Um, so it's like, I want to, like, when it comes to podcasts, I, I think the conversation is much more natural. You know, so, yep. but the problem is, is a lot of people forget details and there's no def- definitive hook mm. unless the person is trained to speak in hooks. You know, and I saw, like, we call it speaking TikTok. Like, I, I've really forced my speech patterns to be very sharp, very direct, very punchy. Um, and, you know, I try to do better at that every time I get on a podcast because, like, the podcast is going to get views, you know, as, as a whole, as a long form. But I know for you guys, you know, like, I'm not, like, if you posted, you know, like, I, you know, your interview with Ty, like, Ty's name carries a lot more weight on the Internet as a whole than, like, Ryan McGinn. Yeah. So, like, I'm going, like, I want if I'm if you guys are interviewing me, like, I want to do my job and get you guys some, some big clips because yep. what's going to happen like one, I get millions of views. One, two, it helps you guys out. So you're gonna want to have me on again. Yeah. You know, so it helps everybody. If like, you know, so it, it's kind of gamifying the the podcast world. Um, and we even do like, you know, if I don't, if if like we clip some stuff, like, cause like, I mean, I'll obviously ask for the raw file, and you guys, yep. you know, you know. So it's like if I don't, if if, and I have a time stamper. I have somebody that like a younger guy. His name his name's Jacob. He's awesome. Um, he clips my the podcast for myself and clients and like. You know, that's another person I employ. He's and he he's paid anywhere from ten to twenty dollars per clip. He's also bonused if his clips go viral. Like that's how serious I take the podcast clipping game, yeah. um, because it's two two separate people. Like, you know, it's like if if you could be a good video editor, but you're not a good clipper. Mm. Like, and I found that the best clippers are under the age of twenty one, mm. because they're tapped into the culture. Um, which is, in some cases, not the easiest people to deal with from yeah. a business owner perspective. Yeah. And I have high school class right now. Yeah. I can't edit. You know, but, you know. This one kid we know was like, yeah, we had a 15-year-old kid on our team. And I'm huh. like, he's like, I want to go ride my bike, man. Like, <laughs> I don't want to do this. Yeah, like, bro, it's summer. 
<laughs> I mean, dude, like, you know, shout out, like, you know, I, Jacob's awesome. Like, I had another guy, a younger guy, Stefan. Stefan was awesome, too. He went on to start his own agency, you know, um, which is kind of, I love to see that, but Respect. it also sucks because he was really good. Yeah. Like, I don't want to let him go, but I was also like, I can't pay you what I know you're capable of making. Yeah. And, you know, that's something that as a business owner, I have to have that conversation with, you know, people. It's like, like I don't, and I'm never in the business to hold anybody back. Like, you know, like, I, I don't want to hold you back. Like, you know, you know, but as like, as a time stamper, you, this is the market rate and like, I'm going to pay you above market plus I'm going to bonus you. Like, but I can only pay you up to this much, yeah. you know, and then it's like, you know, so, you know, but for somebody his, I, I mean, shit, he just graduated, you know, so he's like chilling, doing like, you know, three, four thousand dollars a month. Like, that's sick. You know, but I mean, he gets results and like, you know, that that's the, you know, back to the podcast clip. Like he watches clips, not from a, oh, that was a great clip. It's like he's listening for hooks. And then he's like, can I build a clip around that hook? Which is a different skill set. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, in when I started seeing him do that and then the editor edit that and then the videos get views or not get views. I'm like, OK, I can erase all that if I just speak better. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So that and that's what we've kind of like when you were asking earlier, like, how do you go viral? It's like you have to speak it. Yeah. Like you shouldn't need to edit a clip. Like you look at some of the most viral Joe Rogan clips. There's no editing happening. You look at the most viral Nelk Boys clips. There's no editing. Like I've been f- every video on my TikToks with my phone. Yeah. That's I mean, it. and that's the thing too. Like it could be phone. Like I tell people they're like, oh, I need to hire a team. It's like, no, get better at speaking and whip yeah. out the phone and speak viral. Yeah. It's Speak cheaper for you. To, it's like, cheaper for you to do that. That's yeah. what Gary Vee says too. Yeah, it's like like, not about the production quality. No, it's, it's about like, what you say. You know, there there is advantages in production as far as efficiency. Like that. Yeah. That's why I think people like you. Know, there's a, the only way we can film a hundred videos. We're gonna blow through our storage in day one. Yeah. You know, like so we need memory cards. <laughs> we need to be able to start and stop. We need to be able to take notes. We need to be able to, you know, it, it, so at some point it's like everybody has to, you know invest in themselves and treat themselves as a business and usually that business means like maybe get a light <laughs> maybe get a camera and a memory card you don't have to use it all the time but it's like my studio like we have you know a filming phone which is like the filming phone like just for filming it's yeah. it's an iphone that i bought and i set up it's got mics it's it's my filming phone it's not my personal phone like my personal phone is my phone yeah like you know same thing you know with like we have I'm like if I have two cameras always set up then it's less effort for me I can sit down and do my job and talk to the camera you know so it's like the second you have to start setting things up I'm sure you know you set this up it takes time to set this up if this was always here it's more efficient yeah you know so that's you know people can progress to that but at the same point it's like let's uh just you know let's set things up to work yeah you know and like being a content creator is that you like, there's no business where it's like you're a content creator first, business owner second. In my, in my eyes, like you, like you guys are, yeah. like you have to, you have to use content to get your stuff seen. You have to use content to sell your things. You have to use content to build influence. Like, you have to use content for ads. You have to film ads. Like, you have yeah. to, like you, you have to build a community which is based on content. Like, all the things that would drive any type of business at all is based. Yeah, on, on the topic content. of that, like you've said you've had thousands of viral clips mm-hmm. has a client ever came to you and said bro we got like 50 booked calls for our ten thousand dollar service off this one video i've had i've had i've had amazing results uh, we work with uh i don't want to disclose a lot of their numbers we were with a like a dental company um they they sell gum uh it's cavity fighting gum uh 
we, I personally filmed a video that got four, four million views on t TikTok, a million views on Instagram, a million views. It went viral every platform, and it, like, they sold everything on Amazon in 24 hours. Damn. Jeez. Like, you know, I've seen, but I've also had conversations with clients where we've gotten them 50-plus million views, and they saw no increase in sales. Hmm. You know? Yeah. But at the end of the day, but I'm like... But that's probably their product's fault. There's, there's things in that that's like, okay, hey, like... Let, let's recognize that we got traffic. 50 million people saw this yeah, and didn't want you know, it. Like, let, but let's, let's also recognize that, okay, maybe we need to change something. But it's also, too, I've had to get really tight on my messaging. Like, I'm not your conversion expert. I get you yeah. views. Like, I was going to say, you're not a funnels guy. Yeah. So even if you get a million people to check out their website, if it's shit, like, yeah, nothing's like, going to happen. That's not my, like, I mean, I know how to do that. I'm a marketer, but like, my agency is not optimized to help you convert the eyeballs. It's to get you the eyeballs. Yep. Yeah. And I think that's also, too, something that um, from an agency perspective, like, I draw my line in the sand. And I may lose business because of that, you know. But it's also, like, this is what we're really good at. Like, yep. it's not my job to do that. If you want us to continue to get you 50 million views, then you should not have me fucking with how you're making money from those 50 million views. Yeah. You the know. funny part is, is people are always like, oh, TikTok isn't a good platform for me. Remember that auto care shop mm -hmm. where the intern made the video and I got like oh, yeah. a millions of views? I can't even imagine how many like, I, I think you're inspections seeing a, they got. <laughs> I think the problem is it's not that TikTok, like, it, it's like if people are looking at TikTok to make money from TikTok, I think they're looking at it wrong. Like, um, I'm a big fan of the Colin and Samir podcast um, on YouTube. Yeah, really good. Um, I love those guys. Shout out if you guys want me on the podcast. Call us <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, they're, they're uh, avid <laughs> yeah. listeners to this yeah, podcast, yeah. so they're it's like a, It's like a bucket list podcast for me. <laughs> um, you know, but they uh, they said something like, uh, I think it was Colin, was just like, yeah, like TikTok's the main stage. Like YouTube shorts and Instagram and Twitter and all that, like those are the side stages. Yep. Like, you want to be on the main stage. If you're a speaker, you want to be on the main stage. If you're, you know, a celebrity, you want to be A-list. You want to be B or C. So like, the main stage isn't the money, it's the exposure. So it's like if you look at TikTok, it's like, you know, what do people do when they see you on TikTok? They look you up on Instagram. They follow you on Instagram. So from an ROI perspective, TikTok drove that ROI because yeah. they're not going to buy from you from Instagram. That's yeah. what we always say. Like, we do cold email, right? And if you're a ghost on the Internet, it's going to be a lot harder to convert people because they Google you. You're not there. YouTube, not there. LinkedIn, Twitter, not there. It's like if you exist on all these platforms, then it's way easier to convert people. Yeah. And, and, but it's also the hardest to grow a platform. Yeah. So like, that's the thing, like, you know, there's conversion experts and then there's like attention and traffic. You know, it's like you gotta have both. You need to be good at both, but it, you need to define what you're better at. Yeah. You know, like it's easy for me to go, okay, we got fifty million views. Let's look at like why this isn't working now. You know, because it's like, well, if you think this is the best in the world but you have a thousand views, you don't have enough like uh, to test. You know, like people talk about split testing, but it's like how do you test off a thousand people? Mm -hmm. Like a better test is a million. Yeah, with that many eyeballs, you need to be split testing your funnel, not yeah. the content strategy. Like the reason why we've made five, six figures off of Christian's TikTok, even mm -hmm. though you have how many followers? Seven thousand. Yeah, which is you know, incredible. Yeah, yeah. The reason why we've done that is because somebody checks out our website, they enter in their phone number, and within. 10 minutes of letting them watch the BSL a little bit. They get multiple to texts. To be fair, I've kind of fumbled. I got like 5 million views on a video and it didn't really convert that many yeah. followers. Well, but it's really hard. Like, and that, that's a problem with like the short form industry as a whole, which is like you guys are content creators and you have an agency. Like, it's very hard. Like, I think the timeline spectrum is, is what like, is very skewed right now. It's too short. Like, people expect, like when we start working with a client, like, you know, 
90 days and it's like 90 days before we can even make an educated decision about mm. your yep. content you know and then it's like six months like like we work with king keto which is brandon carter like he's massive he's blowing up like brandon worked with us for a year before he started blowing up wow it was like a year of him like of us trying to figure out what worked like and now yeah. we hit it and he got 100 million views in the first and quarter. that's what people see is 100 million yep. views not well all the difficulty the just drops there. like every day because you're like oh this video went viral like let's make 10 off of this yeah. framework and then it's like that framework worked yeah. how, how do you yourself prevent just creative fatigue and just get burnt out because like you're talking a million miles per minute right now <laughs> you're talking about all these different yeah, this clients, is like all these the different most ideas. valuable like, podcast i've ever seen yeah, like i love how, to hear that well honestly well, to quote Grant Cardone, I'm not a candle. I can't burn out. But that is a, <laughs> <laughs> that is a great analogy. Uh, I mean, but you guys, I'm on this podcast, and my life is in fucking turmoil right now. Like, I mean, like, I lost my house three days ago to a hurricane. Like, I have nowhere to live right now. I'm sleeping in a hotel. Like, so it's like, but, like, I, and maybe this is my personality, and this is how, like, you know, and just for context for people listening, like, last week we had a massive hurricane. Like, but prior to the hurricane, I had three filming schedules booked and a podcast. So, like, and then for context, it was Brandon Carter invited me on his live podcast last which week. Which is huge. Which is huge. So I knew that this is a massive opportunity for me and my business. So, and, and we also needed to film with Brandon. He's a client and a friend of mine on Wednesday. This is, so Tuesday of last week, I was going to do his live podcast Tuesday night, his podcast on Wednesday, or his podcast on Tuesday night, and we were going to film with him all day Wednesday. Wednesday night, we were going to fly from Miami to Texas. You know, flight. I booked the flights for me, Luis, and Ariana, my operator. And then all day Thursday, we work with the Credit Brothers, their clients. We were going to film with them from 10 to 7-ish. And then on Friday, we were going to film with uh, our another client, Lauren Tickner. Like, and Lauren is the one that we've been having a hard time with her account. So, like, I knew that Friday was a pivotal day for us. Like, we needed to show, we needed to come correct. You know, now, Monday or Sunday, Monday, we find out there's a massive hurricane coming for Florida. Yeah. Now I'm like, okay, all the flights are booked, and I've been through many hurricanes in my life. I'm like, well, you know, I mean, let's just hope this isn't a big deal. It stays offshore, which, you know, but they canceled all flights on Tuesday or on Monday. They canceled all the flights. Yeah. So I, I had to make the call to be like, okay, one, I have a family, a daughter, and a, and a fiance. So I'm like, okay, let me make sure they are going to go with a friend of mine to, you know, two hours away. They're going to evacuate because I'm in a mandatory evacuation zone. I live on the water. Um, so we had to evacuate. And I was like, okay, I had to make the call. Do I go, mon you know, do I drive now to Miami, change our flights now to come? Because I was originally going to fly to Miami and then fly home to Tampa on Saturday, you know, with, with Luis and Ariana and my team. Well, I was like, okay, well, I know that they just canceled all the flights for two days out of Tampa, so it's going to be a nightmare getting out of Tampa, but the hurricane doesn't even affect Miami right now. Yeah. So we're going to be able to fly in and out of Miami without a problem. So I switched our flights out of Miami. You know, and I was going to fly back to Miami and drive home on Saturday. So that's how, like, last week started. You know, mm -hmm. like, so I, you know, and I drove, we drove through the hurricane <laughs> going to Brandon's podcast on Tuesday. You know, it wasn't that bad. I don't want to think, like, I'm some crazy person. It was <laughs> rain. Like, you know, the hurricane, but it was weather. You know, and I, and I was basing it off of, well, you know, hurricanes have grazed us in the past. Like, I'm not going to. You know, I did my hurricane prep. I'm going to, like, hope that it works. But I still have a job to do. Brandon, still, we still need to go film. Like, he needs his content. He's paying me a lot of money per month. You know, so, you know, Tuesday we drove down there. I did the podcast Tuesday night as if, you know, life is not in chaos. You know, and, you know, but in the back of my mind, I'm worried about my family. I'm worried about, like, my house. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. We ate dinner. I woke up Wednesday. 
you know, as if another day we have to film with Brandon starting at 10 a.m. I went to do my CrossFit workout in Miami at like 7.30 in the morning or 7.15, whatever the time it was. And at the end of my CrossFit workout, I get a text from my next door neighbor that my house is completely underwater. Jesus. Like, I'm like, like literally I looked at it. I live in Florida. I know my house is fucked. I'm like, yep, this is hundreds of thousands of dollars in damage. Like, I looked at all my hurricane barriers. They floated away. I was like, none of my shit. Like, we didn't pull shit off the floor. And I've only owned my house for less than six months. I'm like, I showed up at 10 a.m. to film Brandon with my team. Knowing what you... Knowing that. And Brandon, I I texted Brandon. Like, I obviously told Brandon, like, a little bit. Like, hey, I'm kind of dealing with this right now. Like, you know, that's why I had a team to rely on. Like, you know... But a brand, like I texted Brandon the next day, this, so I, I neglected to go on the rest of the trip. Um, I, you know, I drove home to meet my family, obvious reasons. Like Luis and Ariana, like they went and, and filmed with the other clients. Um, but you know, if it wasn't for my family, if it was just me, I would have gone to film and I would have dealt with it when I get back. Yeah. Like I, I've always been like, if I say I'm gonna, that's like when you texted me, you're like, you still want to do this? Like I had every reason yeah. to say no. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Like, but no, it's like. One, this is this is routine. This is solace. This is like keeps me normal, and also it's good for my business. Like, and I've definitely learned in the last week that the one thing that makes everything better is more money. Yeah. <laughs> so if I can generate revenue off my content, which I can, I need to do it more now, not yeah. less. You yeah. know. So when it comes to like the thought of burnout, like I don't have the luxury to burn out. You know. Yes, there'll be days when my maybe I'm not as good. You know. But at the end of the day, like I think this is also too. Business owners, like, you know, you know, when it's forward-facing, like, content is marketing, like, you have to market. Like, even if things are in turmoil, like, you have to show up. Like, yeah. so that, that's just, I've always had that mentality, you know, even with, like, my guarantees and working with these clients. Like, you know, I'm going to honor that shit. If I say that, like, that's just how I and, operate, and you know, and. It's a know, winning mindset. It's a winning strategy. Yeah, and, I mean, trust me, I make a lot of shitty fucking videos. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I probably. Like, I've done some bad podcasts, like, you know, where I'm like, fuck. I was like, I was not on it. But like, <laughs> this one, you're on it. What, what, yeah, like, what well, are your this was, so I was far? excited because, like, I just wanted to not get away. But, like, I've been, like, I was excited, like, one, to smoke a cigar, and two, to, like, all right, let me just go talk about shit that I can talk about. Because yeah. all my conversations have been, like, you know, with insurance adjusters and, yeah. like, you know, like, you know, calming my my child and my, my their wife. questions are probably a lot less fun the insurance yeah like, huh? this is like a mental break you yeah. know because yeah. i know at like 9 p.m like i still don't have a place to live i got to figure that out you know yeah. and i go to germany on wednesday so i have every opportunity Jeez. to to cancel that trip too but i'm like i'm under contract to be there so i'm like i signed it like Damn. they don't like there's people that want to see me there like do i let them down you know it's like i don't want to do that but like i'm still gonna go like, and then there's all the other shit. Like, you know, we were talking on the way, like, I mean, you know, like, internet personality and, like, the perception of what people think versus what, like, you're, t- like, the internet doesn't want to know my life is in turmoil. Yeah. The internet doesn't care. Like, they, they follow me for whether it be short-form video advice or, you know, entertainment on, like, asking people random questions on the street or, like, whatever. You know, like, so it's, you know, it is what it is. Like, I'll keep showing up for that because that's, you know, that's the job. Like, yeah. And I, I think the, the younger demographic, and I don't want to talk too much shit on the younger demo, like, but they don't have that, that value. No. Like, you know, that, I, and maybe it comes from, like, blue-collar work or, like, you know, because I've worked shitty jobs. And, like, so watching your dad grow up, too. Yeah, like, I know what it's like. Like, you know, you, know, you don't realize the importance of money and how, like, like, I know that this is how I make my money. Like, I had to show up for my team call today. 
had to run my team calls if nothing was wrong. Like, you know, at the end of the team call, I told them what happened to me. You know, I mean, yes, they do follow me on Instagram. I posted some stuff, but I was even afraid to share that on my Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm like, do I even tell the world that, like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with? Mm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I did. And then, like, even now, like, like, you know, one of Ariana started a GoFundMe for me. And now there's hate comments and people saying that, like, the audacity for me to have a GoFundMe. I'm like, I have to deal with that now? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, bec- so it's like, I like making videos and I'm going to get views. So it's like, you know, these are things that you sign up for. You know, yeah. it's different. Like, you know, when you put yourself out there and you guys are experienced it, you went viral. I get what I asked for. You know, like I asked for views. What comes with views is hate. Yeah. You know, and, but what the other side is like, yes, you make more money. The more attention you get, the, the more, more views you get, the more, you know, provided you have a business of some sort. Like, you know, but even just from content. Like, yeah. I'm looking at my hurricane situation going like, well, how can I use this to make a video to get a million views because the TikTok creativity fund is going to pay me $1,000 for every million views. So at least I can turn this tra- tragedy into, into money, Yeah, you know, and maybe help somebody along the way. Cause like, you know, looking back now, I kind of wish, uh, I would have watched the video of what it's like to get your house destroyed in a hurricane yeah. prior to that happening to me. So you could prevent it. Yeah. You know? So it's like the, you know, when it comes to burning out, there's like, there's no time for burnout. Like yeah. it's, you know, like I'm 40. My, my, my daughter doesn't know burnout. Like I can't be burnout to her. Like I had to tell her Wednesday night, from an Airbnb in Okeechobee, Florida, <laughs> that like she has no toys, she has nothing to go home to. Yeah, Damn. you know. And then I'm here to do a podcast. You know? Yeah, and that's the way later. to become a good leader. Yeah, you, you just need to do exactly what you say at all times. Cole Gordon talks about that all the time. He's like the say do ratio. It needs to yeah, be one to one. That's one-on-one. the only way. Like it doesn't matter if you're the most charismatic leader in the world. If you just do what you say you're gonna do, you. So will how are you gonna ask other respect. people to do things if you're not mm-hmm. doing what you're supposed to do? And it's also too like, part of it's like. I'm doing this to convince myself, like, you know, like, cause you have to be certain while you're uncertain, at least leaders, like they don't know that they're doing the right thing. Yeah. They have, you know, they have like educated opinions and like some factual data or like, you know, maybe some experience, but like, you know, when I left my factual data and my brain said, I'm going to come home to my house Yeah. because the hurricane's not, is a hundred miles offshore. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm like, it's a good risk for me to go just continue to do my job. It's like the story about the guy conquering <laughs> South America, burning all the boats. Like, in the back of his head, he might have been like, shit, I just burned all these boats. Yeah, it's probably yeah. not a good idea. But Gotta he definitely didn't now. let anybody else see that. He's like, fuck it, the best decision ever. Yeah, so it's, so it's, you know, I hear people say that they're burnt out. And, yeah, there's, like, there's creative lows. But you have to optimize for that. Like, especially, like, when we film so many videos, like, not only am I, like, my creative, you know, I, I have my own creativity, but I also help 18 other clients with their creativity too you know because they rely on us so it's like you know i've just found like you know you know i like to drink i drink a lot less you know i like you know if i work out before my filming sessions i have better filming sessions if i miss my if i miss workouts i tend to not film as good if i if i stay up too late i tend to you know so it's like i'm not huge on like you know being a hundred percent like I'm not a David Goggins, you know, hmm. but it's like moderation. Knowing that I had three filming sessions coming, I, I, I didn't drink the whole week prior, you right. know, like, you know, so it's like, this is a job. I need to treat it as such. And, you know, yeah. like the same yeah. thing with going to CrossFit. Like even now I'm like, well, you know, this keeps me, you know, stable. So yeah. let's go do it, you know? So, 
Yeah, you got to find that. Workout? Probably not. Like, people <laughs> seem to hate CrossFit. But, like, you, you got to find that balance between, like, David Goggins and Andrew Huberman. Yeah. Like, you can't be, like, the optimizer where everything has to be perfect at all times, and you're probably just never going to be David Goggins who can just do anything yeah. no matter and what. It's, and it's also being honest with yourself. Like, you know, okay, like, do I feel good today? Cool. So, and I'm okay. Like, sometimes, like, this might be a bad day, you know. And, I mean, like, I kind of, you know, when it comes to my own personal filming, like, you know, I try to batch it. You know, that's what we found with batching. It's easy to get, like, you can, you know, if you're a professional, you can get your mind right for two hours. Yeah. You know, even, and that's why we found it to be so successful over, like, flying two clients as opposed to Zoom. Because when we're in front of somebody, they have blocked off that day. Mm. It is all they're doing. And if their energy is down, I can talk to them. I'll be like, hey, let's try this. Like, you know. Drink you Red need, Bull. Yeah, do you need a minute? Like, and that's why I'm like. You know, do we do I consume unhealthy amounts of caffeine? Yes. Like, <laughs> do I care? No. Like, right now, it's not affecting me. Like, I do blood work. I'm on hormones. Like, I test my blood every four to six months. Like, I'm optimized, and that's shit. Like, you know, nobody talks about that. But, like, I mean, I'm older. So it's like, how do I optimize this? You know, but also, you know, you, you got to just kind of let shit be. You know, some days I'm just like, yeah, I'm not filming today. I fucking suck today, you know. But that's if sad. somebody pays... This is my job. Yeah. Like, you know, like when you have like a nine to five, you have to show up at nine. <laughs> like the, the boss doesn't care if you're not feeling great yeah. or you, you didn't get enough sleep. Like that's how the Internet is, you know. So it's the Internet is like the ultimate like leveler, I guess. So that's my <laughs> long rant on burnout. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good fucking answer. Yeah. How do you balance the because I feel like with content, you have to be like confident, charismatic, deemed as successful by the viewers. How do you mix that persona to go viral with vulnerability? Because I've had videos that I was going to record, and I'm like, eh, I probably shouldn't, because that's not really me. It's not relatable? No, it's very relatable, but it's not like me as a person. Mm -hmm. you know like, I, mean? I, th I think there is a balance of, like, we call it, like, you know, it's like turning the volume way up. Like, you have to amplify a character. Yeah. Um, so it's like, what are your strongest qualities? And we do this with the clients, too. It's like, okay. Like, if you're not r actually rich, like, I'm not going to have you flex and go rent a Lambo and be like, <laughs> you know, but if you're actually rich, <laughs> like, is it okay if we just mm, talk about this? Yeah. Like, you know, but there is, like, and this is one of, like, I think Brandon Carter does this. It's one of my, like, you know, things that I, like, I'm trying to extract out of him how to do it, but he does it, like, the art of flexing. It's like, oh, yeah, Starter Watch is an AP. It's like, yeah. what? You know, it's like, he seems to do it in a way that, you either you you hate him, but you love him at the same time. You're like, why do I like that he does? It just this? seems so natural. It just like yeah. rolls off the tongue for him. You know, so like w when we talk to clients, you know, it, it's you know, it's the details that people tend to skip over. Like you know, so it's like yes, like a detail in my life is that yes, my agency does a million dollars a year. It has for two years. So I can technically say that I have a million dollar agency. The details are though, I have almost sixty thousand dollars in expenses. Like, that's fact. Every single month. Every single month. That's fact. Like, and there are months, and there has been many months where I haven't made profit on that. I've, you know, where it's like our travel expenses got too high or like, you know, so it's like, you know, or it's like a detail like, yes, I do have a Louis Vuitton backpack or I am going to Germany and they did buy me a business class ticket. You know, like, that's not untrue in my life. Yeah. Like, while like, you know, and it's like even like, navigating this whole hurricane situation for me it's like you know it's like yes there's a GoFundMe. i also have an event coming in november 30th through december 2nd where i was going to do a donation-based event anyways like i believe in that type of where is that is that in tampa it's gonna be in st pete oh so yeah so 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it's like, so like I'm looking at like, okay, well, obviously, you know, other people started to go fund me for me, but like, if I mention this, yes, I can see how this would seem like I am like asking for money when like the internet perception is I have a million dollar company. So it's like, okay, well, I was going to do a donation based event. So if anybody donates to the GoFundMe, you get a free ticket to my fucking event. I'm still going to do the event. I plan. I'm planning it. Like literally, I, I've paid speakers. Like I'm going to do an event for free that costs me money. Like I know that. Yes, I will make money off of that. But it's like the details. It's like, here's how I plan to make money from this event. If you're cool with that, then pay this money. I think that's the way, or the internet. Or it's like, uh, oh, you're going to sell a course. It's like, yes, I am. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> Precisely. It, and it's like the, the course is like, if you, you don't have to buy the course. You want to buy somebody else's, cool. You know, but it's like the, you know, same thing with like, you know, when I talk to like fitness clients, it's like, okay, well, do you help, like Brandon, he helps fitness coaches be, you know, make $10,000 a month. He lives that lifestyle. So it's like, should he not share that he has a Miami penthouse? Yeah. That he sits front row at the heat game. Should he not share that? But th is that untrue? No. That's his reality. Like, so that, I, I think that there's, you know, but yes, that is wildly uncomfortable, like kind of what you're saying. Like, it's, it's uncomfortable for me to share personal details. Like, like, I made it a point, you know, like to always have at least four to six months of, of income in my account. But for me, that's almost $250,000 because my expenses are that much. And yeah. I don't want to fire, like, I don't want to let any of my team go. You know, because that generates money. So it's like, but uh, like the reality is, is like I have three employees on my team, or not employees, they're W two contractors or W nine contractors. IRS, uh, FTC, yeah. I'm not, back off. I'm not a, an W two yet, um, which, but I might be forced to after this year. That's a reality. Um, you know, the you know they make six figures. So I have three employees. That's that, sick. There are three people on my team that make six figures. Like I didn't make any money last month. You know, like so it's like. Bro, pe people don't understand this. Like, we talk mm -hmm. about it as business owners all the time. They see just the top line, and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, that, I mean, and I, th I think it's just a, it's an uncomfortable transparency that needs to happen. Um, but, like, you know, again, it's just like, if it, is, if it is true to you in your life, I don't think you should be ashamed of sharing it. You know, and that, I, and I, and that is wildly uncomfortable for a lot of people, myself included. But, like, that's how, like, I sleep at night, I guess. I, I don't know, like... But it's inspiring. It's like if you're trying to, like, if you actually know information, like I can literally tell a short form content agency how to charge six thousand plus per month because I've done it. Yep. Like, and yes, I can say it for free. I do it. I go live on YouTube all the time. I fucking I've shared numerous things on this podcast. But there is also like somebody needs to trust me and or want to aspire to be me to want to invest money in me. And yep. the aspirational is kind of like a term that like might help you as, like, as far as if you struggle with that. Like, um, like what is aspirational about you? Like, why should people follow you? Like, the internet, like, you know, is fake in a lot of ways. Like, you know, but like when I look at like I look at somebody like a Brandon Carter or like a Hermosi or a Cardone or a Pineda, and I'm like, you know, if I was a real estate, I'd want to be the guy. If I loved real estate, I'd be like, yo, I want to be the guy you know, that has hundreds of properties, and Ryan Pineda does. Yeah. You know, or, like, if I want to be, you know, if I want to own an apartment building, who better to follow than Cardone? Or, like, you know, like, so it's, like, there's reasons. Everybody has these reasons yeah. to, to be followed. Like, <clears throat> if you want abs, the person I follow should have abs. Yeah. If I'm going to pay them to get me Simple abs. concept. You know, like, I and, again, back on, like, kind of what you were saying about short-form editors, like, 
if you're that's the first thing I look at. Like, because I'm trying to hire editors all the time. Yeah. Like, if you're a good editor, show me a, one video on your account that's got a million views. It doesn't have to be of you. Just show me a video that's got a million views. Like now, now, like, or better yet, show me a video that you've edited of me that got a million views. Yeah. Without me paying you anything. Yeah. You know, like, so the, you know, same thing with like cold email. Like, show me a template you used that worked and let me use it. And I'll be like, fuck, this dude's got his shit right. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we, we did the same thing with our coaching program. Like, when we first started, it was like, hey, we'll show you how to get to like 30 to 50K a month because that's mm -hmm. as high as we had gotten. Then we mm -hmm. started changing the marketing language. Say, hey, we can help you get to 100K a month because we had actually gotten there. Yeah. Now, I mean, we just don't talk about numbers at all because it's tough, man. It's really hard, and and especially you guys are younger. Like, yeah. I mean, it, the younger you are, the more you have to prove. Like, and that's one thing that we do a lot. Like, same thing with editing. Like, if if you make a bold and audacious claim, like, show a screenshot. It has to be provable. Yep. Yeah. Like, and that's what, like, you know, you know, I, I mean, yes, you can doctor screenshots, but like, at least put something there. Like, you know. And that's what we tell the clients, like, what is factually provable that I can show in your videos? Yeah. Because that's number one reason people don't follow or they don't buy. Yeah. Is they don't trust you. You know, like, so it's like when you're making content that converts, it's like the only thing that's going to make it convert is trust. You know, because there's a lot of 19-year-old kids that do YouTube automation that make millions. Yeah. I don't trust any of them. <laughs> you know, like, so, like, shit like that. It's, like, there's a lot of short-form editing agencies. You know, yeah. it would be hard for somebody to compete with my results. Yeah. You know? I feel like if you have the results, you should be shameless in it. Yeah, and that's one thing, like, stats and numbers, like, that, that's a flex. Like, I, I, was, I was coaching with a guy, he, like, he helps autistic children. Like, and, I mean, if you really break it down, if he doesn't flex his results, he's doing a disservice to... Yeah, to the world. Yeah, yeah. To he's the not next help, person he can help. He's not helping autistic children, and who doesn't want to help autistic children? Yeah. Like, it's I like, want yeah. to I want to help them, and I don't know anything about them. Yeah. You know, like, so it's, uh, he's like, how do I flex? Like, you know, and, and he, he, it's specifically fitness to autistic children. And I was like, I said, how many people have you helped? And he's like, thousands. I said, there's your flex. Who else has that? Yeah. Like, you know, so it's like, and then in Brandon's case, like, he shows up to a filming session with $14,000 worth of brand new Louis Vuitton and Gucci <laughs> because he wants to get more views. That, I, and he's like, I kept the receipt. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, so it's like, that's real. You know, how do you, like, is that flexing or is that just facts? And people just, you know, but he also shared, he's like, I just have, a, he said, I'm very different with as far as like, I just really don't care what people think. And I, I think that that muscle, again, it's trainable. Yeah. But yeah. you also have to know, like, the more you flex and show shit, like, there are repercussions to it. Yeah. Like, people ask you for money. And then my, like, literally, I'm dealing with it right now. I had, like, on the way here, I had, com like, two comments that people were like, I can't believe you had it. I, like, I didn't set that shit up. Like, <laughs> yeah. I told Ari that this is what's going to happen. <laughs> like, I love her. You know, yeah. but, like, and it's also, too, in, you know, other situations, it's just, you know, people are going to lash out at you. And you can't stop that. Yeah. You know? So who cares? I, it's like Gary said, like whenever someone ridicules him, he's just like, I feel sorry for whatever's going on in your life, man. I'm praying for you. Like, I mean, that works to a degree. Like I love that mindset, but it's also it hurts. It stings. You know, like you you're still human at the end of the day. Yeah, you still can't like on TikTok. It's fun though. You just lean into it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just like you know, like when shit's at its worst, like somebody like is in, in my and I, I talk from like from my experience, like it's like I have. Like, so I have somebody in my DM selling 
my coaching program, which I'm I have a coaching tomorrow from 12 to 12 to 1:30 p.m. I have to show I'm going to show up for it. I'm going to give as much information I can to help the people that are there. But like he was selling all week when like I'm posting pictures of my house destroyed. Like yeah, like is that tasteful or like I'm just trying to like like what's normal? Like yeah. you know, same thing with like. Yes, this some dude's mad at me because somebody else started me to go fund me and I shared it. It's like, what am I supposed to not pay attention to it? Like, you know, it's there. So, I don't know. I guess you guys. Oh, okay. Oh, so right. you know what we're gonna do? We're lightning gonna start round. the lightning round lightning real quick. Round. All right. It has to be lightning. All right. Series so of a few quick questions. You give us a quick answer. Um, my question is always: If you could have dinner with any three people, who would they be and why? Dead or alive? Um. I really like. I really enjoy. I would probably do Tate. <laughs> we can't maybe beep out his name. Uh, just, just because I want to know how he got so many people to make so many clips of him so fast. Um, uh, I'd probably say Ben Shapiro because I like what he's doing with the Daily Wire, from, and then Jordan Peterson. Even though I worked, I worked with Jordan. I oh, never that's actually sweet. Talked to him. <laughs> never talked to him. No, I talked to Michaela. Okay, so that's I cool feel like too. That'd though. be fascinating. Yeah. Um, and then maybe Brett Cooper. I just like her content style. So she's crushing it too. Yeah, she is crushing. Yeah. That'd be a sweet dinner. I am fortunate. I have a lot of cool clients, so like my dinners are pretty dope. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's awesome, bro. Um, my question is, if you could just make one last piece of content on all your accounts, what would you say in that video? Uh, I guess right now, just what I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to make it. Like, just what it's like to lose your house in a hurricane. <laughs> Very so timely. That video will be coming in like probably <laughs> a week. Completely <laughs> off topic of what we talked about the whole time, but what's the craziest injury you've had doing BMX? Uh, I see the scar. And is that yeah, like an ACL surgery? Tore my, tore my ACL a long time ago. But the, the worst one would probably be I broke my tib fib, which Oof. is like my foot was backwards. Oh. Um, I actually jumped over a cardboard TV box in a, in a parking lot. Like I just bunny hopped it. And I, I over pulled, landed, and sat back on my leg. That was probably the craziest. Uh, you know, the ACL was just kind of like I just put my foot down a weird way and it yeah. went pop. Damn. Damn. Nasty. <laughs> so, Bro. That Thank was you, like man. a fucking masterclass. Yeah, appreciate you awesome. coming on. And Go last on. question is just where can the audience find you? Because again, like throughout the episode, they're definitely thinking like, dude, I got to work. Yeah, with this plug guy. your shit. Yeah, I mean, my Instagram is like home base. Um, full transparency. I do read DMs, but I also have somebody in my DMs that will help get your message to the right place. Um, you know, I have a coaching program. I help people get million view videos, and it is partial to agency owners who want to grow their short form content agencies. Um, but Instagram is home base. But it's my name on everywhere. I go live on YouTube as try to every week. Um, I'm going live tomorrow night, but uh, it's usually every Wednesday unless I'm traveling like a fool, which I have been. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, <laughs> so, bro. But thank Appreciate you for coming yeah. on. Thank you, brother. This is awesome. Dude. Appreciate you. Yeah, dude.